You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload. Nintendo Labo comes out this week, but we have a secret pro tip. You can start folding cardboard now. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Nobody's going to stop you folding cardboard. You can do that whenever you want. You can do it whenever <laughs> you want. I mean, paper craft is a pretty avid hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a paper cut from cardboard as the worst? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I work in retail. Yes. Yes, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're it's bad. Super bad. I am team leader of an area literally called the Boxer. Yeah. <laughs> There's dogs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. My job would be great. <laughs> Just a bunch of slobbery boxers yeah. running around. That's how I die. Picture- I could die happy. I'm picturing dogs with like boxing gloves on their <laughs> Oh, yeah, they've got those just- too. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just sliding around because yeah. they can't grab little shorts. Yeah, little tiny shorts. Yeah. Little yeah, little shorts adorable <laughs> anyway what we've been checking out uh i feel like i'm obligated to talk about yakuza since it comes out this week yeah you should probably was, talk about yakuza i was gifted a uh download code by our friends at atlas yeah yeah um it's more or less the same as yeah. all the other ones and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because it's super good yeah yeah it's super duper good cool yakuza. Um, it's running on a new engine, so you can go in and out of like buildings and rooms without mm-hmm. loading, which is really nice, yeah. considering Ooh. that happened a lot in the other ones. And you can go, like, there's upstairs of buildings, so it gives it kind of a verticality it didn't have before. Okay, cool. So it's becoming more like real life. Oh, yeah. Slowly, it'll just be a vacation to Japan that comes out on your PlayStation. And you can you beat know. people up. Yeah, yeah. And you can <laughs> beat people up in the street. A punch vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Kazuma Kiru's punch vacation. <laughs> Not to give anything away, but he ends up in a mascot costume. I've seen. Oh I've yeah, seen that. there may or may not be a fight in front of children. Yeah, that's while you're great. in the costume. <laughs> yeah, that's super good. I think I've seen um, uh, gameplay of that or people talking about it. Yeah. Well, they they talk about that on the Polygon show a lot. <laughs> he's such a good character. Like he. He's a cool guy. He just wants to help people. And save his daughter? Yeah, his adoptive daughter, former pop idol. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Apparently in Yakuza 6, which I've never played because my PlayStation 3 exploded, that <laughs> <laughs> you play as her for a chapter and like live through her idol training lifestyle. Ah. And there's like two different kinds of rhythm games you have to play. <laughs> Huh. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, also, it sounds you, like it. Also, you fight a bear in Yakuza 6. Oh, nice. I'm in. I'm totally <laughs> not in. not 6-5. Oh. This, this even, one is 6. Okay, well, still, bear fighting. Yeah. Like, totally in. It, it's the same It's the same level of goofiness combined with, with melodramatic. It's like the main story is super serious and sad, but all of the side quests are like crazy weird. Yeah, like, exactly. Slice of life weird. But, like, but it's stuff. not like Saints Row weird. No, no. It's more like, I don't know, like a... Japan j- weird? Yeah. That's Japan comedy weird. Yeah. Now, which Yakuza game was the one where he had to teach a punk band how to be punks that was because y- they were too nice? That was Yakuza 0. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> which 
which is a great place to start the franchise. But honestly, you could also any of the PlayStation Four ones you can pretty much kind of jump into. Because I mean, Zero's the like beginning; Mm -hmm. it's the earliest timeline one. Kiwami is literally a remake of the first game that came out. Gotcha. And Yakuza Six has like a really good recap at the beginning. Oh, right on, right on. Any of them will work. Almost like it was made to be an entry point for players. Yeah. And also the last game in the series, supposedly. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But probably not. They'll milk that cow for all it's worth. Yeah. Probably. I I haven't written a review for it yet. I probably will, but it's going to sound a lot like all the other reviews I wrote for the other two games. (laughs) Like, it's more of the same, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. Because it's great. Yeah. And there's a baby. Oh, really? You have to take care of a baby. It's like a daddy suit. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a point where... Punch, you, punch daddy. You're in another town, and you have the baby with you, and he's hungry, and he needs milk, and you have to run around the town trying to find somewhere that's still open to oh, buy no. milk oh my God. for your baby. Huh. Wow. <laughs> that is certainly a way for that game to go. Yeah. And, like... Occasionally, you'll have to stop and do a mini game to soothe the crying baby. Oh, jeez! That involves like moving the controller in the right way with the motion sensors. <laughs> and if you get in a fight while you're carrying the baby, Kiru will hand the baby to a a uh, passerby and be like, "Hold my baby for a minute." Then get in the fight, you know, punch people till they're unconscious, and then take his baby back. Oh, wow! <laughs> I feel like that's how Batman would do it. Yeah. Oh, sure. Here, hold, yeah. hold my baby. Yeah. I need to punch these men. <laughs> <laughs> Samantha, you're laughing an awful lot as he's telling these stories. I feel like you enjoy watching him play them a lot. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's a good series. Yeah. The fights are entertaining, too, because there's all kinds of like off-the-wall like special moves you can do with objects you find in the street. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of like punching things in Japan... Did you see where Shenmue One and Two are coming back out? They're getting a they're getting a remaster. No, yes. I, they're not remasters. They're just straight ports. Oh, they oh they well, are. They're, they're, okay. they're upscale. Oh, they're upraised. Okay, not like yeah, they didn't. Put they're a not whole remastered. Lot of work. Yeah, they gotcha. didn't put a whole lot of work into it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, but still, I'll buy that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that series. Yeah. So much. I've never seen it. It's not surprising because not a whole lot of people <laughs> did. I did. I played the. I played the poo out of those. <laughs> I pl- I played them, but I don't remember anything about them. Hmm. Which uh, is weird. Your your dad gets killed by a guy, and then you're looking for sailors in a yeah. tattoo shop. All I remember is buying capsule machine toys <laughs> <laughs> and playing Super Hang On. Yeah, I know about the the sailor part because the again Polygon show they did a uh, video game like theater. Oh, did they? Yeah, where <laughs> it's uh, one guy just asking about where can I find sailors <laughs> to all of the uh, NPCs. Yeah, there was there was an old Mega 64 skit where they where he walked around and asked real people about where the sailors were <laughs> while, dre- while dressed as the, what is Ryu. the name, Ryu? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, transitioning from uh, a really good thing uh, featuring an older gentleman punching people to a very bad thing uh, featuring an older gentleman <laughs> punching things, <laughs> I watched The Mummy. Like like the original or the... I wish it was the original. Oh, oh no. I wish it was the Brendan Fraser one. No, it's but the no, Tom instead, Mummy. 
I watched the Tom Cruise mummy. Oh man, someone so finally shares my pain. The first and last in the Universal Monster Dark Cinematic Universe. universe. <laughs> yes. Are they not going to do any? Oh yeah, they've confirmed. It's they've not confirmed. Happening. It's super done. Oh, they were so ready for it too. Yeah. Like Dracula Untold was supposed to be the first one, but then it bombed. It bombed so, so like, bad. It bombed so bad that it was written out of the continuity. <laughs> And so the mummy was supposed to be the first one. Yeah. And then it was so bad. (laughs) Oh, man. That movie was... I know, right? Here's the thing. Not only was it bad, I am having a hard time remembering parts of it. Oh, I remember (laughs) it. It's like burned into my mind like watching a horrible train wreck. Your mind is protecting yourself from the mummy. Like, I know the scene where it's, it's hard to explain. Like... Well, the the plot is super generic, and like they made extra pains to like try to disassociate the character from Egypt as much as possible because Egypt doesn't play well in the Chinese market because oh, that's so, where they're yeah. going to make all their money. Now we got to make our movies for Chinese, like for the Chinese market. Like the mummy was from Egypt, but, but she was buried in Iraq, and the ancient scepter that she or uh, dagger that she needed to make Tom Cruise into. The Egyptian god set uh, was in uh, London. <laughs> you know, because. you know, of course. Yeah. Um, they stole uh, a plot device from American Werewolf in London. Have you, have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. Okay, you know the the friend that is murdered early on, and he keeps seeing visions of his murdered friend that seems to be like increasingly more and more like like ghoulish and stuff. Yeah. That's in this movie wholesale. Oh man, I absolutely a hundred percent wholesale. Oh yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't even put the two together. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting. There, I'm like, man, this movie's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, Russell Crowe, why are you in this movie? Russell Crowe was god awful. Like he was bad as Doctor Jekyll, but he was even worse as Mister Hyde. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's, it's they it's, should put that on the box. <laughs> <laughs> Also, why why is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, why did they decide that character should be the Nick Fury of the monster team? <laughs> it's not even- Because he's both? He's not even a universal monster he's character. He's not. He's a literary character. Yeah. It's like, it'd be like putting Dorian Gray. Actually, Dorian Gray would make more sense <laughs> because at least in that sense, you'd be like, well, he's a mortal. He's been around long enough that maybe he's been like coming up with a plan to stop Dracula. Yeah. But no, it's just Dr. Jekyll who's like, hey, I'm some British guy who's like in charge of a thing. And well, Tom Cruise, you're going to have to die. And oh, no. Oh, no. The family curse. I've become Mr. Hyde. Oh, I didn't take my injection. (laughs) I didn't get stabbed by a giant weird injection that I should just always have on me. Okay, this is a point that was brought up while I was watching the film. Dr. Jekyll knows that he needs that injection regularly, right? Yep. They make insulin pumps. Couldn't he just have like <laughs> a steady stream of that stuff just like in him at all times? <laughs> like there are ways to get around having to have like a two foot like syringe that he has to jab into his heart every 12 hours. I also love the fact that yes. he has a, a weird panic room in case he goes hide. Yes. Oh, yeah. That the, also the fact that when he becomes Mr. Hyde, his fingerprints completely change and his, the door and the door won't recognize him. Because why not? He has to pulp fiction himself every 12 hours. Basically. Yes. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. And like the movie ends with Tom Cruise 
like he becomes evil god set sort of but not sort of but because he did it to himself he can control it sure but you never <laughs> see his face after that yeah and some for some reason he's wrapped up his hands like a mummy because he's become the mummy i am become the mummy <laughs> well the rumors i read were cuz he has all kinds of other powers too yeah he has all sorts of egyptian powers like he's either the new mummy or he is van helsing monster hunter Yes, he's both. <laughs> because those two things go together. No, I'm so serious. Well. That's that was the that was the rumor behind that the whole weird end part of that movie. You know, I never thought that they would have that there would be a movie that did uh monsters and literary characters worse than um the League don't, of Extraordinary don't. Gentlemen. Uh. <laughs> but I like that. But by God, that's they tried. They, that's they a bad movie. It. I like. Yeah, oh, I, I love that movie. I, yeah, I like that movie too. Actually, it's so super cheesy and bad. Yeah, but, but I it's love still it. Still good. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the Mummy. Don't see the Mummy. It's a bad movie. <laughs> don't see it. D- don't be like me. Oh yeah, and, and me because I saw yeah, it all. You, I saw for all y'all. Learn, yeah, it's true. Learn from their mistakes, folks. Do not follow in our footsteps. Yeah, bad, bad, bad. Do as we say, not as we do. I hope, I hope we still get the ScarJo um, creature from the Black Lagoon movie. I don't think we will. Yeah, Aww. I don't think we're going to. Because the Invisible Man's already been canceled, too. Well, uh-huh. here's well, here's the thing. I am okay with losing the creature from the Black Lagoon movie if we also have to if we also get to lose the Invisible Man movie <laughs> because we I don't need Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrowing it up as oh, the Invisible yeah. Man. We don't need Johnny Depp doing anything anymore. No, I, th- I think we as collectively have moved past Johnny Depp. Studios don't know that, though. Well, no, yes. No, they're yeah, not aware right. yet, but the yeah. last good thing he did was that uh, the Art of the Deal movie on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where yeah, he I played Trump. It's actually really funny. Oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It had an original song by Kenny Loggins. Nice. Even better. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, beyond that movie, um, the other couple things I checked out super quick. I play. I started playing Detective Pikachu. I've been playing that too. Yeah, I uh, am not super far into it, but I really like it so far. Man, Pikachu is like he loves the ladies. Oh yeah. He is super into like all human ladies. Thirsty Chew. He is pretty thirsty. He's such a well realized, mm-hmm. like well written character, though. I'm really surprised. At- like a Nintendo game. And it's so goofy to hear like super deep man voice saying Pika. Pikachu. <laughs> Pika. All the voice acting is it's, actually it's really, really good. It's really well done. It's really well done. Uh, again, I haven't gotten super far into it, so I don't have a full opinion of it, but it's I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I haven't actually played it. I've just watched Samantha play it. But... it gets oh, how the little, tables have turned. It gets a little repetitive. Yeah. It's still I like it a lot. It's really enjoyable, I think. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of times where you can figure out the mystery in two minutes. Oh, you're wrong. That wasn't... Really? I was wrong? Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) You're a bad Uh, detective, and you should feel bad. Hey, I thought... That was a red herring. A red herring. (laughs) (laughs) I profiled uh, Mimikyu. That's what I did. I thought, well, he's bad, so he did it. It was a red Magikarp? (laughs) Yeah, that that would be more thematic. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I went there. I went there, guys. Uh, the last thing I did and Magikarp this is, are red. They are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Except for the shiny the ones. The shiny ones, yeah. Uh, the last thing I did. This is completely 100% self-serving and really can't be 
experienced by anyone else, unfortunately. Because <laughs> um, it's done, if, you're, if, it's, if it's what I think it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's done. I uh, was in a play for the second time uh, in my adult life, and that was really cool. Uh, it's kind of the reason why I haven't had a lot of time to do uh, check it outs and actually kind of one of the reasons why we've kind of had a couple of uh, bye weeks here recently uh, on the show. Uh, we did the Crucible up in Cyrus, and it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I got a chance to do it. Um, everyone did an excellent job. Uh, people seem to really enjoy the show all three nights. I wish we could have came. Boy, yeah. there was a lot of dialogue. <laughs> oh boy, it was a lot of dialogue to to remember. And I mean, my part was pretty pretty minuscule comparative to everyone else, and it was still a lot of dialogue. I was kind of sweating it all the way up till the very end, <laughs> honestly. And like that Thursday before the first performance was the first time I could get through my page and a half of dialogue <laughs> without like just totally freezing up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, but it was a lot of fun. Um, Again, I can't, you know, I can't say enough good things about everyone that was in it. Everyone seemed to enjoy it. I can't wait for the next one. Although I might take the next one or two off just because it was a lot. And the next couple are going to be a lot. The next one they're doing is uh, Sweeney Todd, I think. Oh, nice. Which is super cool. I love co- Sweeney Todd. Which is super cool and great, but I just don't think I have the time to you need like, a break. Put into it. Yeah. Yeah. I could use a break. I thought it was weird that they added that subplot where Cotton Mather falls in love with the moon. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is a that is a joke specifically just for just for us, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I don't yeah, think I don't anybody think else is gonna anyone get that. would get that. Sorry. I don't even get it. Yeah. That was the subplot they added. Though they didn't add it. That's the subplot in the Adams Family musical. Which was the other musical I did. Yeah. Was that where... Fester fell in love with the moon. Oh. Yeah. But uh It was some of the best special effects in the oh, in the play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like narratively it was like, oh. Yeah, well they had to give Fester something to do. Yeah. But uh yeah. Yeah, but uh, but no, that's what I've been doing. I don't have anything else because I literally have not du- had the time to do anything else. I was surprised I could remember the name of somebody from the Crucible. <laughs> oh, wait, wh- what character did you say? Cotton Mather? Nope, that's no. not that's not from oh, the Crucible. That's nope. just from the actual witch trials. Yeah, I, th- I think so. <laughs> yeah, wow. uh, is Goody Proctor one of them? Goody Proctor. Okay, there was we one go. Of them. Yep, the Proctors and. Uh, Hale, Paris, uh, Abigail Williams. She was the one that was, she <laughs> was the Winona Ryder part that was pointing people out. Yep. Winona Ryder is nude in that film. Good to know. Just if you <laughs> wanted absolute, to, if you wanted to know that. Way to go, yeah. Mr. Skin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only remember that because we watched it in high school and it was like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. N- nudity. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forget was that uh was that Redman or Bishop Long that we watched that I think Redman the Redman yeah that's what I thought again more th- more conversation that no one yeah. else who is listening to this is going to we didn't get even have to all. get a permission slip signed right yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right someone else go because we're just going to keep talking about like in jokes and in stories and that's not good for radio um yes Josh sup sup uh let's see here what have i been doing other than being a dirty dirty bilge rat i've been oh. watching oh yeah because see, see yeah. Thieves. yes yes 
I just thought like you're meant in life. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that too. It's <laughs> like, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, come man. on, it's man. Okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm a, I'm a scallywag. I know this. <laughs> I've come to terms with those with that. Um, let's see. Other than taking off an entire Sea of Thieves server. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I saw I saw the Facebook post. <laughs> That was a good day. Yeah, sounds like it. I wish we would have sailed off the map with that key, just <laughs> just, just to spite everyone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, um, I picked up the first three seasons of Black Sails on DVD for twenty five bucks. Nice. What is that about? I mean, I know it's pirates. Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Black Sails is kind of weird. Like some of it's based in history, some of it is not. Okay. It's kind of like if Game of Thrones and History's Vikings had a baby and on that the baby water. Be- and that baby <laughs> became a pirate. Nice. It was on Star- it's on uh, I don't know if it's still on cuz I know the 4th season just came out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um what are Vikings but pirates with different hats? If actually <laughs> I, dare, I dare say they are the original pirates. Yeah. Yeah, true. You dare say? I dare, dare say. say. Yeah. Anyway. Actually, they didn't wear those horned helmets either. No, but... they did not. That is not historically accurate. <laughs> no. If anything, the Gauls did. Mm. The the French, the precursors to the French um, Parisians. Yep. They were like French Vikings. Yep. It's also where uh, the Normans come from. The comic strip Asterix and Obelix yeah. is about oh. the Gauls. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Black Sails. It's on, it was on, it's on Stars. So, you know, you get all the fun stuff like, you know, nudity and horrible violence. Mm, <laughs> fun. Fun for the whole family. Oh, yes. <laughs> First episode, you get a you get to watch a guy get his head beaten in with a cannonball. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Captain Flint, one of the main characters, picks it up and beats this dude to, to death with it. Oh, man. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was, it was so lovely. Well, basically, what's going on is it's... Kind of later in the days of the golden age of piracy, in the age of sail, mm-hmm. and it's all kind of centered around um, New Providence Island in uh, Nassau. Okay, and the it's Bahamas. Yep, and it's basically uh, you have this port town of New Providence Island where a guy who supposedly has the backing of the British, you know, upper upper class is he's kind of like the governor, but he's kind of got. He's like a big trading company, but he gets all his trade goods to sell to other ports from illicit pirate gains. <laughs> and it's basically kind of like a little pirate town. And I'm six episodes in to the first season. Hmm. That's like all the, all the further I ever got in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get that far. I'll be honest, Game of Thrones is proof positive that... Uh, not every show is for me, even if it has dragons in it. <laughs> well, to be fair, it doesn't have dragons in it till a long time in, but apparently. S- but still, <laughs> the promise of dragons is usually enough. But like, <laughs> I'm like, nah. But I'm I'm blowing up your no. Spot. It's fine. Go, it's go, fine. Go it's fine. Yeah. It, it's a very it's a very uh, valid statement. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and uh, basically, you follow mostly uh, Captain Flint and his crew. On his ship, the Walrus. That's a good name. Yeah. That's a good pirate ship name. <laughs> and um, basically, he heard about this treasure, this Spanish treasure ship, or treasure ship, mm-hmm. supposedly one of the biggest treasure galleons in the in the Atlantic or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And it's getting ready to go back to Spain with a load of New World treasure. Gold. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And, uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cody Pinnock, the, the pirate who shagged me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Gotta make that Austin Powers reference. Yeah. Lo- gotta love that Austin Powers humor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> Do I? Uh, anyway. There's the song for the week. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Anyway, 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 um, and it's just a lot of like st- stuff going on. Like Flint's crew, a lot of them don't like him because he's been kind of leading them on this wild goose chase for months. Is it because he lost his mojo? Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this machine. The, the look of defeat on Josh's face right now. <laughs> Those machine gun jubblies. I could, I could. The frustration is palpable, folks. <laughs> no, it's not that. I'm, I'm... Truth be told, I am really tired. <laughs> we all are. It's okay. Ugh. I mean, I like the show. It, it's it definitely has some Game of Thrones esque vibes to it because like you get like all this weird political stuff like between like the governments of particular ships and then how other crews interact with other crews and things like that. Game of boats. Yeah, Game yeah. of Boats. It's Game of Boats. It sounds like a bad, like, mobile game <laughs> that, like, Kate Upton was, like, would be, like, in the, the commercial for. for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a Pirates of the Caribbean mobile game out, and it looks awful. Well. Sail away, my lord. That's what the banner <laughs> ad would say. For adults only. For adults only. Your girlfriend will hate this game. <laughs> God, those the I I swear those heads are the worst. Yeah. Those Facebook mobile game ads are terrible. Oh, they're... I mean, don't get me wrong. I've played some. I've played some okay games from those, but <laughs> this mo- game will make you delete all other games. <laughs> Can you achieve the high score? <laughs> oh no, the ones I hate right now are the two where they have like two screens next to each other. Goes your mom and your dad. It's like, what does that mean? I know, <laughs> I know right? really makes you think yeah. <laughs> i hate the ones that like are on the top of the free charts and it looks like something that they threw together in unity in two hours yeah like it's a bunch of untextured like shapes bouncing around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh the ads for the tower defense game with the weird final fantasy 15 skin and i say that lightly because it's just has the name final fantasy 15 oh, that i can't believe square did that oh that's awful it's that is an insult to the entire franchise mm-hmm. it's terrible and then it's they terrible. have they have the ads that have uh luna freya an actual character in the game being played by some kate uptony model yeah to... oh they're bad because I, I, yeah. I, I still play uh, uh words with friends every once in a while and between every play you have to watch an ad they force you to watch an oh. ad after every word you play and more times than not it's for me it's final fantasy battle whatever it's called yeah whatever dumb thing yeah <laughs> they they actually they hired out one of those garbage companies that yeah. make those stinky 
mobile games that feel like they're running in a browser. Yeah, that's rotten. I mean, <laughs> the game has artifacting on it. Like, the assets <laughs> in the game has artifacting on it. Get it together. Your game design is bad, and you should feel bad. Yeah. Oh, hey, I played the new Overwatch event mode. Cool. Can you sum it up in, like, three sentences yeah, or less? That's because about, we're, like, right on time. That's about all I got. Yeah? It was really fun. Yeah? Oh, it yeah, you good. play, you play a, it's like a flashback thing, right? Yeah, where you play as members of Blackwatch, and you fight a bunch of robots. Oh, I thought in, you were fighting Talon or whatever. Oh, yeah, ta- well, they're robots, but it's Talon robots. Okay. In PvE. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's really fun. Cool. Like, I, I prefer fighting the computer to <laughs> actual players people. because yeah. I'm not that great. <laughs> uh, but it was fun, you know, popping off headshots as McCree. Nice. It's something I'll never do the, in a real game. Yeah. The, I'm, gar- I'm garbage with McCree. The black ops cowboy man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really liked the one event they had where it was a, it was part of like the Omnic invasion or whatever flashback. Yeah, the archives one. And, and you played a you played as like you know Torbjorn and all them and, and uh, yeah, young Tracer. Mm-hmm. It was like Tracer's first mission or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never played that one, but this one is it's probably about the same. Oh yeah, it sounds very similar. Hmm. It has opening cutscene cutscenes and closing cutscenes that are really so did well the other one too. Really, yeah, interesting. It makes you want it. Makes you want him to make a single player Overwatch game. That would or be fun. just you know, hey Blizzard, you make really great cinematics. Just make an Overwatch movie. Yeah, movie they could do that too. YouTube series or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'd watch it. All right. Well, hey, listen, we got to take a break here and play a little music. But when we get back, we're going to get into a bunch of news. So uh, stick around if you would. Woo 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 woo. Swinging sixties, here I come, baby. Yeah.
Hey, that was Soul Boss and Nova by Quincy Jones, or as you may more likely know it, the Austin Powers theme song. <laughs> that song is it's a legitimate song that is now forever ruined because of Austin ruined Powers. Ruined or heightened. <laughs> or improved yes. dramatically. Yeah. Because you'll ever forever associate it with Mike Myers dancing around in Union Jack underpants. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sight that has been burned into my retinas his hairy hairy body i don't know man that 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 one character his fat suit oh oh that the one character yeah the one that we can't say on radio yeah thanks the the fat the guy man, man stirred fat <laughs> illegitimate son yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, let's get off of Austin Powers talk and talk about a little bit of news. And, Why? Uh, Does it make you horny? <laughs> <laughs> Do I make you randy? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> hey, guys, how's your Austin? <laughs> let's hear it. No. Let's... No, it's bad. It's not going to be good. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's my Austin. It was bad. <laughs> Smashing Basil. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. Josh, let's hear your Austin. Most of the lines I used, I yeah, can't say on the radio. Yeah, it's, it's a little rough. It's not my bad, baby. I swear. <laughs> Shagadelic. Yeah. That was not Samantha? bad either. No. It's your turn. <laughs> no. Come on. Peer pressure. We all did it. Nope. How's your Austin? Very bad. Well, let's hear it. Nope. Let's be the judge of that. Nope. Aww. Just say yeah, baby, into the microphone. No. <laughs> but, but do it in a really deep voice. <laughs> no. Yeah, baby, yeah. Actually, that goes back that, to Austin Powers. That's the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's giving the massage. Can you go a little deeper? Or no, can you go lower? Can you go lower? How does that feel, How baby? How does that feel, baby? <laughs> anyway. Are we just okay. going to talk about Austin okay, Powers for the next half hour? Let's, let's cut the majority of this and move on to the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, where on the news list do we want to start? Pick a pick a topic. We have uh, many. You know what? This is probably the one we can get the most talk out of because it's the most recent. Um, so who wants to talk about Billy Mitchell? Who wants to explain who Billy Mil- Mitchell He's is? Absolute villain <laughs> and hot sauceman. Yes, he does have his own hot sauce. But more importantly, Billy <laughs> Mitchell—he was a uh, record holder for uh, Donkey Kong. A whole bunch of stuff. The like king of, of yeah. the king of Kong. He had yeah. that documentary that was partially about him. That like he claims the documentary made him look like a villain, but that's because he kind of is. Yeah, I think he made him look like a yeah. villain. <laughs> uh, this guy was. Um, no, Billy Mitchell uh, held a bunch of records for a bunch of different arcade machines. Um, most notably being Donkey Kong. Most notably, yeah. Um, and he's also notorious for having a humongous ego and like just being an all-around just kind of real... Tool? Yeah, that's putting it lightly. <laughs> um, but he recently had all of his records revoked. Because it's it turns Christmas. out, yeah, it's you know, yeah, but no, it's uh, it turns out he um, he's, they were em- he, he was using an emulator yeah. to do it or something. He allegedly, wasn't playing, yeah, allegedly. Several experts have viewed the tape and confirmed that it was most, look, most likely emulated. And yeah. for folks who don't know, 
um, the records have to, the records in question have to be made on original hardware or uh, perfect replica replicated hardware. Uh, emulators are basically PC ports of the original software um, that can be tampered with or um, paused and yeah paused or like or like um, frame rates on specific machines and specific boards can't be replicated through emulation. Yeah, the way it draws the screen yeah. is just slightly different enough. Right, and it's just enough that people who are super super like obsessive about this kind of stuff. Or like, when you're it's setting not the world, when you're setting world records, yeah. I mean, you kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if you're good, you should be able to do these things in their intended environment, which is in a room full of arcade machines around other people. Like, exactly. Yeah, that's it, how you did it back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be one thing if the guy was a nice guy that's getting these things revoked, but he is by and large just kind of a big old jerkwad. Well, okay, that movie Pixels. That they did, the terrible one with Adam Sandler from a few years ago. Do you remember Pixels? Yeah. Um, Peter Dinklage was basically the Billy Mitchell of that. And the the major revelation of that movie was that he cheated back in the day huh. to get the high scores and beat out Adam young Adam Sandler in the arcades. Um, also, wasn't there an episode of re- the regular show? He tried to sue them. Yeah, the right, judge that's just right. threw it out. Yeah, yeah, because there's that big cartoon head that like mm-hmm. sort of looks like him. Sort of. And uh, the the twist <laughs> okay, of that did ep- look like him. And that twist of that episode was the big giant head that explodes at the end, cheated at video games. What was his name? It was like Bobby. Bobby Mitchum. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Whatever. But I remember well, whatever, seeing the episode though. Yeah. It's like Bobby Garrett Ferguson or something, so, something like, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. But uh, but yeah, no, the guys the guys getting all of his records rolled back. And it would be one thing if the he was still a um, the top record holder on a lot of these, but a, more, the majority of his records have been broken like years and years ago. Yeah, like he's been lapped so many times on there, a lot of this stuff. What was that one? Like he was the first to get. A million points. He was the first to get a million points in Donkey Kong, but, but not anymore. Wiped. Yeah. Now so this is all from Twin Galaxies scorekeeping, not like Guinness. Well, right. Guinness takes the scores yeah. from, from Twin, Twin Galaxies. Galaxies, but it's been wiped from them. They're you know they sent it to Guinness, and I don't think they've said what they're gonna do. I hope they take it away from him. Yeah. And it seems like that he didn't. He refused to give them proof, or they didn't ask for proof from him. Right. More likely he refused, but yeah. yeah. The other problem that this arises not only that it was uh on emulation, but I guess the um he had the same one guy look at all and verify all of the top scores that he had submitted, which I guess is kind of a problem because the that one guy has been called into question as to whether he knew that there it was being played on emulation and if the guy had either been paid off or was just in cahoots with Mitchell in order to fabricate these high scores. There's a lot of questions about this very, very, like, unimportant thing. <laughs> no, it's very serious Donkey Kong points. <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. All I know is I can't get past level three. <laughs> It has been so long since I played classic yeah. Donkey Kong. Which one is level three? The the one where you got to jump over the yeah. gaps? Yeah, that's the one. For some reason, I can't. The That's just too slighty. But then again, I play it down at 16-bit, so like margin of error. 
<laughs> for booze. Yeah. And and really beat up joysticks. And incredibly that even that that's even more important that the joysticks that those machines are just beat to hell. Really? They used to be so good at taking care of them. Are they going down? The last time I was there, I tried playing a. They had a Street Fighter Four cabinet, and um, the player one didn't have a back button. Oh, or the, wow. the stick didn't go backwards, so you couldn't block. You couldn't block. You can only move forward, and if you moved forward too far, you couldn't. Yeah, you can't. You're go done. Back. You're done. And if you get into that one corner, you're pretty much just stuck. <laughs> you have to ask nicely to have the other player push you back. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I just went on a bad day. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe yeah. the maintenance guy hadn't been through in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. All right, so uh, let's move on and talk about some other stuff. Uh, do, 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 do. So this one just came out like this week. Uh, there's not much to it, but we can talk about it for a sec. I guess Steven Spielberg is going to be producing a DC uh, comics film based around the 1930s World War II characters, the Blackhawks. Uh, they're not a superhero. They're they're a team. They're not superheroes per se. They don't have powers. They're just a bunch of pilots. Yep. During World War Two, um, it's cool. Yeah. They show up in an episode of Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, they do. When huh. uh, when I don't remember that. It was like in the very beginning when Vandal Savage takes over. They go uh, back in time. Goes yeah, it goes doing the World War Two thing, mm-hmm. and uh, they end up getting uh, some help from the Blackhawks. Right. I thought I'd seen every episode of that, but maybe I have. You probably have, just didn't notice the characters. Oh. Yeah. They're kind of nondescript. Like, like they I can't wear, like, tell you much about the characters outside of their pilots. Uh, they wear, like, blue jackets. With the black bird logo. Yeah, and a blue hat. <laughs> and they fly yeah. a plane. Yeah, they, they fly, fly planes. planes. Yeah. So, so it's not, it's not going to be, like, crazy superhero stuff, but it's going to be... It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting period piece, and it's... If they play it right, they could do it something similar to like the Rocketeer. I can kind of see them just just enough heightened like reality to where it's kind of fun, but still, oh, man, I but love not the Rocketeer. like yeah, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. It's I was great. just thinking they should do another Rocketeer. That would be good. <laughs> I'd be into it. I mean, they did. They recently did do another Rocketeer comic. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did. They did. The female Rocketeer. Man, Timothy Dalton was great in the Rocketeer as the uh, uh, Errol Flynn-esque villain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, later years, Timothy Dalton, I like a lot of the stuff he does. Oh, yeah. Sure. Hot like, Fuzz. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, Hot <laughs> Fuzz is, like, great. Yeah. It's the best movie <laughs> Oh, it's ever. the best movie in that trilogy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. And best... it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Yeah, it's the best movie. <laughs> I quote that movie constantly. Nine times out of ten, no one knows what what I'm talking about, but I mean, I love that movie. <laughs> it's good. It's a good one. Yarp. <laughs> Yarp. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next up, will someone tell me about Hogwarts mystery? What is that? A mystery. That's the. It's a mystery in Hogwarts. <laughs> ah, that's well. the Harry Potter mobile game. Okay. That's coming out soon. Yeah, we, like, talk, we talked m- about this once, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. Like, yeah. End so, of the month. It's the one where you become a student at Hogwarts. During like the 90s. Like, yeah, well like, pre, like pre-Harry Potter. Pre, Pre-Potter. So, so the early 80s, 90s. Early 90s. Maybe late 80s. Yeah. So basically um, all the characters are there. Yeah. And a lot of them are going to be voiced by the people that played them in the movie. Oh, I that's cool. that's why we wrote this on here. Oh, okay. Right on. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll, pulling back the curtain, a lot of these news articles were actually from last week that we, you know, 
weren't able to get to. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Add, add kind of an authentic flair to your personal Hogwarts experience. Yeah, your personal pan Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> now it's it, I'm still going to play the game. Uh, the the having the voice act the actors from the movies voice their their characters in the game doesn't do much for me because I keep my phone on silent mode. Yeah. So I'm probably never going to hear any of those voices, but it's cool that they're, that they're popping yeah. up. In there. And I don't really care for the movies. Really? Really? Any? No. Oh, I've seen like the I first couple and you. I was just like, meh. the later ones get really good. Oh, maybe I should have stuck with it. The later I mean, ones I get loved very the books. good. I grew up on the books. I read them all. I read the books up until the first couple chapters of the fifth book. Is that the one where he gets all angry? That's the one where he is just oh, nothing yeah. but whiny angst the order for like, the, the, for the, like order the first of the third of that book. And I got so tired of reading it that I, I, I put it down and I couldn't go back to the series. It's so, it is so bad. Yeah, it's yeah. only in that one book. She really and the, dials and it's, back and, and, and it's that. And it's kind of only in the beginning of the book. And you it, know, I've heard that from about a million different people, but I just, <laughs> it's, it's just burnt me. And then the movies are good. I like, I like the movies, but like... But I would I would definitely recommend going back to the movies. They're not perfect, but uh, I was just really good. miffed that nearly headless Nick's death day party wasn't in the second movie. Oh, I know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That was like my favorite part of that book. <laughs> yeah, it's a waste of John Cleese. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I was oh, kind of. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go, go, go. I know. It was kind of bum me out that Richard Harris passed away and couldn't continue being Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah, I think of all the actors who played Dumbledore, he was my favorite. Of the two, yeah, I guess technically well, it's going three. to be three. No, there were three. Jude there Law. Were... <laughs> Jude Law is going to be the third one. He's going to be Youngledore. <laughs> Young Youngledore. <laughs> the other one. The other one's Michael Gambon. Yeah, yeah, right? it's Michael Gambon. Yeah, he's going to voice Dumbledore in the game. Okay. Oh, he is. Okay. <sighs> I just had a really sad so, thought. What's that? Snape. Oh yeah, he's oh man. Yeah, who are they going to play as Alan Rickman? You, you just passed. <laughs> I just your audition. I passed my audition, my Rickman audition. <laughs> Alan, it's Alan, Alan Rickman. <laughs> Remember By to tell the Grapthor's turtle joke at the party tonight. <laughs> By Grapthor's hammer, you shall be avenged. What a savings. <laughs> God's Galaxy Quest is a great movie. The greatest Star Trek movie ever made. Yes, need, it is. I need to watch that movie again because I saw it when I was a kid and I was like, this is okay. No, I, watched, would I be... watched it on TV the other day. <laughs> Cody, dude, you would like, you'll. it's going to be one of your favorite films. We should probably do a no, I haven't seen we that. We probably should. <laughs> you are you mean, that, you mean that podcast we haven't done in like a year and a half? <laughs> the yearly podcast, the once a year podcast, where we watch, <laughs> where we all sit down and watch a movie that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, pick another news topic. We have a little bit of time. Hey, Black Ops Four, um, which is numerated by four lines. <laughs> yes, not the Roman numeral four. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know why they chose that, but that's how they did it. Mm. Um, it's not going to have a single player mode, which is kind of weird, but also not entirely surprising. I mean, to be fair, when the first Black Ops came out, I never played the single player mode at all. I just went online and, and shot 12 year olds. 
That's a fun thing to say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> In a video game. Thank you for qualifying it. Uh, I never played any of the Black Op games, so this means the, nothing to the me. The Call of Duty, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Call of Duty guy, but still, like this is a huge franchise that sells bajillions of copies to to your average Joe Blow dude. But right now, the average games. average Joe Blow dude is looking for games that don't have story modes: your Overwatches, your PUBGs, and your Fortnites. Fortnite. This is just them going. Well, you know what? People aren't as picky anymore. They don't absolutely need. Why do we? Why should we put all the time and money and effort into building a single player mode when our the player base currently doesn't care about that? I still think you're gonna get a lot of people who aren't paying attention, who buy the game every year just to play through, you know, whatever six hour mm -hmm. experience they get, and then you know that's it. I think they're taking an. I think people. I think the company's taking a calculated risk on this because yeah. you're going to get. You'll get some returns. That's without a doubt. But a lot of those people will say, "Well, you know, it doesn't have a single player mode, but all my f friends have it, and I'm going to play a little bit of the multiplayer, and then it'll go on the shelf, and they'll forget about it, and then you know." <laughs> They're also saying that they might do a battle royale mode, but I think that might is a we're gonna do we're gonna... a battle royale mode because they'd be nuts like, not to. Yeah. Here's the thing. Gamers currently you don't even have to finish the game and they'll buy it. Oh yeah, gamers <laughs> are dumb. A lot of the most a lot of the really popular games right now early are access. all early access titles. PUBG, Fortnite, all early access. Actually PUBG's not in early access anymore. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it nope. was still... No, it came out. Well, it's still buggy garbage. Yeah, anyway. oh, yeah it still sucks, but... Yeah. I mean, heck, Fortnite is not even the original game it was originally <laughs> intended to be. Like, you can play that mode if you want, but that's not the mode everyone's playing. Wasn't Sea of Thieves almost like a, a glorified beta? I mean, yeah. Yeah? I mean, I played the beta, and I I play the retail version of the game. And they're the they're same. virtually they're the, same. the same. There's yeah. a little more content... But it's virtually the same. You know, it's it's weird that the line between having a, a a game that is in constant beta and is constantly being developed because it's not a fully fleshed out game and having a game that is considered evergreen, where it's a fully done game that is constantly getting content uh, updates, that line is blurring way more than <laughs> yeah. I like it to. Well, there's that new uh, Battle Royale game, um, Radical Heights, I think. Never heard of it. It's like '80s themed. That sounds awesome, though. <laughs> yeah, like when you if you win, it plays you're the best around. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> All right, I might that I might be into that. Um, but you can get that early access, and there's not even of you can't play as a, a female yet. Oh, really? Like on the character select screen, there's just a coming soon over oh, the geez. female symbol. <laughs> so so hard to make, guys. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that's how early that game is, and they well, you could go buy it if you want, or it might be free. I don't. Know. Here's here's the and here's the thing with with all this is, you know, versus like the PUBGs and other games, and like you know examples. PUBG is like thirty dollars to yeah. get. Okay, for Which the con is, for the content that's available lot. in the game, I'm like, uh, that's okay. Sixty dollars for Sea of Thieves. That hurts. Yeah, that's, that's a, a slap in the face. Yeah, in my opinion. That's why you get the Microsoft Game Pass. Yeah. That's ten dollars um, a month. <laughs> when 
when when uh, when Star Wars uh, Battlefront came out. Oh god, that was sixty bucks. That yeah. was sixty bucks for not a lot of content. Don't get me wrong, I played it a lot. And how much was Battlefront Two? That Same. had all of its product like locked behind lock boxes and loot crates. Sixty or seventy bucks. Yeah. <sighs> Nobody. Uh, Actually, it still sold really well too. Which yeah. shame on That's you, people that bought that. It's game. your fault. Yeah, Stop buying it. But yeah. to, but to be fair, that game is almost completely changed from its original model. Like completely. Like they removed the microtransaction stuff. Like yeah, they had to because there were European countries that were deeming it as gambling, gambling and it, banning the game. Yep, they had to do something. Well, that you know. The huge amount of wildfire that spread across the internet. Of yeah. hate. Oh, they don't care about the, that. The most downvoted Reddit thread of all time was yeah, the who, AMA. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Who cares about Reddit? It's because Europe, they were going to lose the European market. That's the which is game yeah. companies don't care about their player and base. the fact that Dice is in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so we have time for a couple more quick hits if we want to try to get to them. Um, Animal Crossing added loot boxes. Yeah. Pocket Camp. Yeah, they did. That has loot boxes now. Yeah, Ooh, and I kind of hate job, it. Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. At least for I stopped playing that. Yeah, thing. that game was already questionable enough. I played it way longer than I probably should have, but like, yeah, I think I'm about done with it. <laughs> At least Overwatch's loot boxes are just vanity stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can pl- you can play that game completely after buying the making the initial purchase without like anything. I but... want pajama mace so bad. I saw that today. I'm like, oh man, I need that skin right now. <laughs> I wish I would have got Police Diva. Yeah, me too. That was a cool one. Yeah, and Cruiser Diva is really cool. I I was kind of on her. I'm of those skins. I'm 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 more like uh, Biva. Yeah. <laughs> with her with her with her bee mech. Yeah, she looks like a little bee. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, so hey, let's uh let's talk about some more stuff. Um, so Entertainment Weekly ran an article uh, a few weeks ago about um. It was more like a photo shoot. It was a photo it. shoot, but no, they did. They, it was a short article along with it about how Bill and Ted is still being shopped around as a thing, and I mean, it kind of got everyone's hopes up that there's going to be a Bill and Ted three. Yeah, because they had these pictures. People immediately thought, "Well, this is promotional pictures for the." It may as well have been. Yeah, like it was great. They got they had Alex Winter and they had uh, Keanu Reeves back. They were inside the booth. It looked good. Like they've all said that there's a script uh, that all the principal actors are back in. Um, from what I understand, the story uh, is going to involve um, middle-aged Bill and Ted going back in time to the events of the first movie and suddenly helping out their much younger selves. And they're going to splice in shots of like superimpose them into so- shots of the first movie. <laughs> I mean, that could work. I've yeah. seen it work before. Yeah, it's a really good idea. Yeah, George Carlin's daughter has... Uh, she's been real close to the project for a long time. She's been incredibly close to the project and has said that... Um, they. I've heard two different reports. One has said that they want her to come in and um, basically do uh, Carlin, George Carlin's role as like the next generation of like you know helper. And also she has signed off on them... Um, using the likeness rights of George Carlin. George Carlin so that they can use scenes of him from the original. I always thought film. George Carlin is just an American Doctor Who in that movie. 
You know what? Kind of. It, it really is like American Doctor Who. I'm not 100% convinced that the original writers didn't see old episodes of Doctor Who and go, eh, we could probably do something like that. Yeah. Time traveling phone booth? Mm-hmm. I would, I would have totally watched a Doctor Who, American Doctor Who with George Carlin as the Doctor. That would have been great. That would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the American Doctor Who we got. With what, Eric Roberts, wasn't it? Eric Roberts was the master. Oh. I uh, That's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. I am talking about the movie called Doctor Who and the Daleks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. With, uh, um... That was Peter Cushing, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That movie... That movie's so bad. There's the riff tracks of that movie, probably for good reason. <laughs> yeah. The movie makes no sense. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Bill and Ted, I hope it happens. Um, yeah, I don't understand why they're not doing it right now. Uh, the nostalgia's at its peak. They need to do. They need to hop on it. I mean, if uh, Keanu Reeves can get enough of a break from being John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really think, as an actor, he needs he needs a movie with a little bit of levity. Because he's, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't done a funny movie in a while, yeah, in a really long time, and he's such a good dude. Come on, he is, <laughs> he is, uh, and Al- Alex Winter, he um, he's really done wonders like behind the camera. He's a uh, document. He films documentaries now. He had a huge documentary on uh, Pirate Bay a few years ago, and about huh. the uh, the pr- proliferation of uh, torrenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's actually really active on Twitter as well. Um, but like everyone's involved, everyone wants to be in it. I don't see why they don't hop on this. <laughs> Do a Kickstarter. Yeah. You know what? At this point <laughs> they would make an obscene amount of money on Kickstarter I'd or GoFundMe. Them, I'd give them money. Oh, I would too. Oh yeah. They could fund five or six Bill and Ted's <laughs> movies if they did a Kickstarter. I'm not sure I'd want five or six Bill and Ted movies. Well, I wouldn't either, but they could do one really, really, really good one. Yeah. Just be excellent to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that part of the plot, too, is like, why didn't Wild Stallions take off? That's the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. By, yeah in the original Bill and Ted's, by the by the mid-2000s, they were supposed to like have saved the world. Like Their music was supposed to have changed the world and brought world peace, and here we are in the actual, you know, 2018 and it hasn't happened. So they're going back in time to figure out why, what's wrong. And they run across their younger selves and help their younger selves out. That was the plot. There, there, there's that super crazy, uh, late eighties, early nineties techno future. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. God, I really want to watch it now. <laughs> Bogus journey is really good too. Yeah. I really need to see Bogus journey. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's, Oh yeah, it's super weird. It's definitely a departure from it's, the original. I've always kind of appreciated a sequel that's not afraid to get weird. Oh, yeah. Then you. It's almost it. like it's, it's almost like Dante's Inferno. It with really a little is. bit of time travel. It really is because they go. I mean, they go to hell. They go to hell and they go to heaven. Yep. And there's not really time travel. It's like uh, dimension travel almost. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that that one version of hell was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. All the doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a sequel that got really weird was Austin Powers 3. It, oh, yeah. God. A real departure from the first two. Yeah. And, I, and I really liked how just bonkers it got. Yeah. Honest, honestly. Yeah. Because I, I hated the second one. This, Yeah. To be honest, I'm like, this is the same thing. It 
you're doing exactly. the same it's thing the exact again. Same like, jokes. At least three was different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's stop talking about Austin Powers forever. Never. We'll never talk about. <laughs> so, we'll never stop talking about. Talk to Evil. I knew you were crazy, but now I could see your nuts. <laughs> it was pretty recently had like an anniversary, didn't it? Yeah, it did yeah, it actually. Did. They talked NPR. about it on NPR for <laughs> like, like, like an hour. It's like no. <laughs> It was a big deal, though. It like was. In the that was 90s. a huge. Like, it, was, it was a phenomena. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember when Austin, when Austin Powers two went to England, uh, they couldn't call it the spy who shagged me because shagged is a is a uh, yeah. It has a little bit of a stronger implication a, in here. Yeah, yeah, it's a swear. Yeah, it's, it's a it's swear a word. Yeah. So um, they just called it Austin Powers two. <laughs> right. So, okay, has Austin Powers hit? Is it old enough to have hit nostalgia to where oh, it yeah. could be brought back so. as like they could do an Austin Powers four as and cash in on nostalgia? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it'd be awful. We're all kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be awful. Well, I don't want to see it. Uh, yes, it depends. Son of Austin Powers, Austin Powers four. Son of Austin Powers is Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum <laughs> is the son no. of Austin Powers. <laughs> oh man. No, he's not British, though. Well, neither Neither is Mike Mike Myers. Myers. That's true. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Well, the thing I I can't see. I'm pretty sure Mike Myers is Canadian. Yeah, yeah, he is. His mom's British, though. I I can't see um, Channing Tatum doing the accent, like, at all. That's why it would be funny. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Who, Who would be a really good, like, son of Austin Powers? Son of Austin Powers. I don't think we have any really good character actors out there right now. We need somebody like in their twenty, late twenties. Someone in their late twenties, sure. Yeah. Zac Efron. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? He's he's actually really funny. Uh, did you guys see the Disaster we Artist? Did, yes. We yeah, did. yeah. That surprised me. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we watched that a couple days ago. Yeah, actually, that it's really been good, right? Out. Yeah. It was okay. it was good. I mean, it, I didn't love it. Sure, sure. Because like a lot of the a lot of the comedy comes from things that I had already noticed from watching the room. Right. But it was still, but still a good, really and interesting enjoyable movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I as much as I love the movie, I think the the real highlight was the end credit sequence where they had oh, yeah. like the side by side shots where they meticulously like reshot about 20 minutes of the room yeah with uh, with the yeah, other actors hey listen we are uh, actually uh, yeah we're actually over on time so let's go ahead and wrap things up you've been listening to nerd overload thank you very much for tuning in you can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com your number one austin powers fan site yeah baby yeah <laughs> actually I have a new review up there of a 3DS game called The Alliance Alive. You should check it out. Yeah, you should. You should. It's very good. Uh, you can find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, at Nerd Overload Now. Shagadelic. You can email us to make us stop talking about Austin Powers. <laughs> Never. Or tell us to talk about it more. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> staff at NerdOverload.com. We don't know what you want. <laughs> Uh, I say a thing here. It's that you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Nerd Overload TV. Yep, that's right. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, just about anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find this podcast. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Shagadelic. Peace out. Boop, 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 boop.